Welcome to Wolverine Reads, a theatrical podcast celebrating new plays. I'm Nathaniel Quinn, producing director of Wolverine Theatrics. Previously on Wolverine Reads, as Ross repeatedly pointed out through witness testimonies from Mr. Welch, Mrs. Burtis Elsie, and Mr. Oscar Williams, that no one person in the community has the ability to look at a man or woman and be able to accurately or scientifically identify their percentage of race. Unfortunately, due to the rulings of the court, opinions matter as much, if not more, than fact. Ross adds to his focus the cemetery in which Captain Newton Knight was buried, knowing that if he can prove Rachel is also buried in that graveyard, he will gain some ground. If Rachel is buried near Newt, the argument that she is black becomes questionable in that she wouldn't have been permitted to be buried in a white family's cemetery, reinforcing the idea that she may have been Native American. We return to the courtroom alongside the jury after another seclusion was requested by Quitman Ross. Once again, we would like to remind listeners that this court case is historically accurate and contains racially charged language. Let's continue with Part 5 of The State of Mississippi vs. Davis Knight, excavated by Victoria E. Bynum and processed and dramatized by Marcus J. France. comes the defendant, Davis Knight, by his attorney, we move the court to exclude the evidence offered by Ann on behalf of the state of Mississippi. All of it. And direct the jury to find the defendant not guilty. Overruled. Exception. If your honor, please, we wish to offer in evidence the honorable discharge notice of the defendant, Davis Knight, from the United States Navy, which shows that he was inducted into the Navy on July 2nd, 1943, and was honorably discharged on January 6th, 1946, having been inducted, served, and discharged as a white man. To which the state objects. Yes, I don't think that would be competent. Objection sustained. I asked the court to direct the jury to disregard what Mr. Ross has said about the discharge. Then the only way I know, Your Honor, since Your Honor has ruled it out, is to state into the record what it shows. That is a requirement of the Supreme Court. And I would amend my statement by adding that Davis Knight was inducted at Camp Shelby, Mississippi. All right. The defense calls Dr. J.W. Stringer. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Dr. Stringer, where do you live? I live at Stringer. Mississippi. Jasper County, Mississippi. Were you born and raised there? Just above Stringer, about eight miles at Bay Springs. Uh, How old are you, doctor? 69 years old. How long have you practiced medicine? 46 years at Stringer. Do you remember as a child where Newt Knight lived? Yes, sir. Did you know a woman named Rachel? I did. Uh, On numerous occasions, my father took me with him to the little can mill. Neighbors were scarce in those days. We traded hogs with some of those folks, but syrup. How well do you remember Rachel? Well, as a child would remember anything. No judgment. Do you remember her color? She was of a brown color. She had long hair flowing off her shoulders down her back. Did she have kinky hair? I remember long black hair swinging down her shoulders. Did the people in her community consider her a full-blooded Negro? Well, I was just a boy. I wouldn't attempt to say what opinion prevailed. Did she have the characteristics of a full-blooded Negro? 
To tell you the truth, she looked more like an Indian to me. <laughs> I was scared of Indians. My mother used to tell me that the Indians would get me if I didn't behave. <laughs> Do you know where she's buried? No, I wasn't at the funeral, but I've seen her too. It's got Rachel on it. How long have you known where to find her grave? Now, I've been known it 46 years. I go by it on my rounds to patients. Uh, B.L. Moss owns the land now. Farmland surrounds that graveyard. Are there gravestones in there? Yes, sir. Several gravestones. How many people have been buried there? Well, I don't know how many, but I've been knowing that graveyard there for 46 years. Have you been to that graveyard recently? Uh, yes, sir. Two weeks ago. I was there and had occasion to look at those tombstones. And knowing I was going to testify here and didn't have any dates, I just copied them. Did you find a gravestone there marked Rachel? Yes, sir. We object to that. It would not be competent at all unless he knows the Rachel there is the Rachel at issue in this court. He said he did not attend the funeral. Well, did you ever know any other Rachel in that community? I never knew of any other Rachel but Rachel Knight. Is that Rachel, the one you testify about here, the one who lived in New Knight's neighborhood, the one you have always understood to have been buried in that graveyard? We object to that. Overruled. We object to what he understood. That would be hearsay. Well, if it is generally understood, it would be proper to allow well, it on record. Well, tell the jury whether it has been your general understanding down through the years that Rachel Knight is buried there. Uh, we all know that Newt is buried there. Georgianne, uh, Sarah Ann. Are they all buried there? Well, Jeff isn't buried there. No, sir. Jeff, they had a graveyard right at his home. They buried him in that private graveyard. It is generally understood that Newt and Sarah and Georgian and Rachel are buried in that old cemetery on Moss's land. Did her gravestone show when she died? Yes, sir. And when she was born, too. I, I copied it down. What did that inscription on her gravestone say? We object. Overruled. What did it say? The inscription reads, Rachel Knight, born March 14th, 1840, died second month, 11th day, 1889. 1889. She was 49 years old when she died, according to that inscription. Yes, sir. Doctor, do you know Jeff Knight? I did. Did you know his wife? I did. Do you know Arthur Knight? I do. And Davis Knight? I do. How long have you known these people? I've known them all of their lives, every one of them. Do you know whether they go to a Negro school? No, they attend a private school. Who teaches the private school? Well, Gracie Ann Knight teaches that school. Uh, she was a missionary in India, but she's retired now and come back home. She's my neighbor. Did you ever have the occasion to go into Jeff Knight's home? Of course, I'm their doctor. Do you know when Jeff's wife died? Yes, sir. I was with her. Was any other doctor there? Yes, sir. Dr. Williamson, uh, the late Dr. Williamson, was with me. What was the occasion for you being there? Well, she had carcinoma of the uterus. We removed the carcinoma, but she was uh, too weak to survive the operation. We just had to do the best we could. How long were you there? We stayed there 16 hours trying to save her. Were you there at mealtimes? Yes, sir. Tell the jury how they served their meals. Oh, they had luscious meals and served them just as... I, I know that, but... Did they have two tables or one? Well, they had just one table, and it was dressed up as good as in your home or anybody's home. There were Negro servants there, but they didn't eat at that table. That's what I'm trying to get at. Did the Negro servants eat at the same table as Jeff and his wife? No, not while we were there. Where did they eat? 
No, they ate in a, a side room, a, at a table in another room. I see. That's all. Doctor, you knew that Jeff Knight was part Negro, didn't you? No, sir. Do you mean that you practiced medicine up there all those years and closely associated with all those people all of those years, and you didn't know that Jeff Knight was generally reputed to be a Negro? You asked me what I knew. Do you know that Jeff Knight was generally reputed to be a Negro? Well, in the community over there, he was generally reputed to be of mixed blood. In other words, pa Negro. Well, he could have been mixed with Indian. I know, but what was he generally reputed to be mixed with? Well, I don't have the opinion of other people, nor do I care what they thought. I have as much right to my opinion as they have. Have you ever told anybody they were Negroes? I didn't. <laughs> no, I've never said they were Negroes. I never said they were pa Negro. No, I just said they claimed. I have heard it claimed, but I've never made the statement to anybody that they were part Negro. But you have made the statement that it was claimed they were part Negro. Yes. You don't dispute the fact that I heard that. I don't dispute the fact that I have heard that. You don't dispute the fact that... I admit I heard it. Let but... me ask you this. You are a man with wide practice and experience, a man who has observed numerous people over a number of years, both white and Negroes, and have treated them. You know the dominant characteristics, that is, facial characteristics of the Negro race. Yes, I have some knowledge. Did Jeff Knight have any of the facial characteristics of having Negro blood in him? He had brown skin, but his hair was straight. How were his lips? He had normal human lips. Uh-huh. He didn't have the thick lips of the Negro. No, sir. What about his nose? He had a normal nose. Was that the sharp, that is, the nose of a white person, or dominantly that of the Negro? He didn't have the wide nose of a Negro. He didn't have a Negro's forehead, high, broad, and roached back. You tell the jury that Jeff Knight did not have any of the facial features of a Negro. Well, he did have the brown skin. That's all? The skin? No facial characteristics? No, he looked as normal as I would look. Outside of his dark skin? Yes, sir. Of course, you testified that Rachel was the only Rachel you knew. Only Rachel Knight I knew. And you practiced medicine in the Knight community a number of years. Yes, sir. And you were treating Jeff Knight's wife when she died? Yes, sir. What was her name? Uh, huh. I don't recall her name to save my life. Was she a white woman? Yes, sir. White as I am. Was she supposed to be one of Newt Knight's daughters? Said to be, yes, sir. We object. You can ask whether she was Newt Knight's daughter. The testimony shows that she was Molly Knight, one of Newt's daughters. Molly was Jeff's wife. And Molly was supposed to be a daughter of Newt? Yes, sir. Knight? Did he have another wife? Ella. He had Ella when he died, yes, sir. Ella who? Ella Knight. Was she a white woman or mixed blood? She was mixed. Cherokee Indian and white. Cherokee and white? Yes, that's what's alleged. Now, I'm not claiming about a blood test. I haven't made a blood test. So that's just your opinion? Nah, that's what she's alleged to be. You mean that it is reputed that Jeff Knight's second wife was a Cherokee Indian? Yes, sir. No Negro in her at all. Now, Rachel Knight, according to your gravestone, Rubin, died in 1889? That's right. But you didn't attend the funeral. 
So the gravestone marked Rachel could be for someone else? That's right. I never did know for sure whether she was dead. You don't know whether she's dead? No, sir. If the court please, I ask that the testimony he gave regarding this Rachel Knight be stricken from the record. He has no memory of her death. I understood the doctor to say from reputation up there that this same Rachel is buried in that graveyard. Uh-huh. Overruled. Doctor, if there was another Rachel Knight known by Mr. D.H. Valentine, who was born in 1890 and knew her as a lad up until he was about nine years old, living in the same community in Newt Knight's home, then there was another Rachel Knight, wasn't there? We object to that. Sustained. So, what do you tell the jury? Can you positively assert that there wasn't another Rachel Knight living after 1890? No, no, sir. And living there at Newt Knight's place? No. That's all. Did you ever know, in going around and living up there for so many years, of another Rachel Knight? No, I didn't. Don't recall another. That's all. The witness is excused. The defense calls Henry Knight. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God? Mm. How old are you, Mr. Knight? I'll be 68 on February 19th. Where were you born and raised? Jasper County. What part of Jasper County? The lower edge, southern end. Do you know Rachel Knight? Do you remember her as a little boy? I sure did. She lived down there in a place close to where Jeff Knight lived. Do you know whether Rachel is now living or dead? Sir? Is Rachel now living or dead? No, sir. She's dead. Do you know where she's buried? Not exactly. I didn't go to the funeral. Well, what occasion do you have to be around her when you were small? My mother carried me down there. Down where? Down to her mother's, where she was sick. Are you kin to Rachel Knight? Rachel was my grandmother. She was the mother of your mother, right? That's right. Well... Now, was she black? She was dark brown, what you call ginger cake. What kind of hair did she have? Her hair was wavy. Wasn't no kinky about it. Was she full-blooded Negro? No, sir. She wasn't. That's all. What part Negro was she? She was Creole and Indian. So she was no part Negro at all. Is that right? That's right. That's what you say about it. That's what I say. Well... Fanny Knight was your mother, wasn't she? Yes, sir. And Fanny and Jeff Knight were brother and sister? That's right. Now, you have a sister named Addie Knight. Yes, sir. Her name is Addie. And she married Arthur Knight, didn't she? She did. Of course, Davis Knight is their son. That's right. So, Fanny Knight, his great-grandmother, and Jeff Knight, his grandfather, were brother and sister, weren't they? Sure. In other words... It went up one side and came back to the common ground of brother and sister, and both were the children of Rachel. That's right. And you say that Rachel had no Negro blood in her at all. That's right. That she was Creole and Indian. That's right. Creole and Indian. That's right. That's all. What was your mother's maiden name? Hmm. That part, I don't know. You see, all I know is that her name was Fanny Knight. Before she married a Knight, her name was Fanny. But I don't know what the other part was. Do you know Mr. Tom Knight, the old gentleman who testified here this morning? Been knowing him since I was nine years old. What kin was your mother to him? I don't know. I I was wrong about that. What was your father's name? Nat Knight. What kin was he to Tom Knight? 
brothers. He was married to your mother. Matt was married to my mother. I see. What kin was Matt Knight to Newt Knight? Old man Newt was Matt's daddy. And who was Matt Knight's mother? I don't know. I forgot her name. Tell the jury whether she was Newt Knight's wife. Well, said to be Newt Knight's wife. Did you ever see her? Many and many a day. Was she a white person or a Negro? She was white. Well, did you ever know Newt Knight? Well, sure. Old man Newt was my grandpa. Was he a white man? Supposed to be a white man. Well, was he? Well, he was white. A thoroughbred. That's all. You say Mr. Newt Knight was your grandfather. That's right. It was another Davis Knight who was your grandfather, wasn't it? Old man Newt was my grandfather. You are sure about that? That's right. And Rachel was your grandmother? That's right. Did you know a Davis Knight out there? Yes, I know him. He belonged to old man Bob Knight's boy. That boy. As a matter of fact, a Davis Knight and Rachel Knight had Fanny Knight, your mother. It wasn't Newt at all who was your grandfather. I don't know nothing about that part. Huh? All I know is that Matt Knight was my daddy and Newt Knight was my granddaddy. That's all I know anything about. That's all. We can straighten this out. I I think I understand it. What kin are you to Matt Knight? That's my daddy. Uh, What kin was Matt Knight to Newt Knight? That was his daddy. Newt was Matt's daddy. Do you know who Matt Knight's mother was? Sure. I know who his mother was. Well, just tell the jury whether Matt Knight's mother was Newt Knight's wife or not. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. That's all. Well, witness is excused. Thank you for joining us for the State of Mississippi vs. Davis Knight, excavated by Victoria E. Bynum, processed and dramatized by Marcus J. France, featuring the voice talents of Jason Pasqua, Heath Howes, Justin Glover, Mason Quinn, Dan Muth, Sarah Foreman, Amy Woods, David Wigand, Kent Sugg, Elliot Clough, Phil Foreman, Hugh Butterfield, Francis Leary, Lenny Scoville, David Harlan, Benjamin Gonzalez, Allison Quaggenharken and Chris Will. Directed by Nathaniel Quinn, with sound design by Kyle Harper and original music by Scott Hurst. If you've been enjoying our content, please head over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Wolverine Reads and consider becoming a patron. We are passionate about creating and celebrating new theater. Becoming a patron helps us to continue creating and improving our craft. And from all of us at Wolverine Theatrics, thank you for listening, liking, and sharing.